Welcome to Sequel. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS. Well, come on, come on. Let us show you what we got. Come on, come on. Let us help you save a lot. Want to accessorize your UTV side-by-side or ATV? Let us show you what we've got at Rhodes Off-Road. We're the place to go for quality aftermarket accessories like Rockford Fosgate Audio, custom wheels and tires, suspension components, audio roofs, performance parts, turn signal kits, heater kits, custom clutching, and so much more. That's Rhodes Off-Road located at 20 Murphy Road in Farmington, Missouri and online at RhodesOffRoadLLC.com. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane. No, it's... Get your head out of the clouds and onto the ground where you'll find the real heroes. By talking to their kids about drugs, it's the average mom or dad who makes the real difference in the world. Mom... Dad, thanks for talking to me about the dangers to my brain and body with drug use. Be the real hero your kids need and talk to them about the dangers of underage vaping, alcohol, cannabis, and other drug use. For more information or conversation starters with your kids, visit PreventionConsultants.org. Helping you talk to us about what really matters. AM 1240 KFMO. The start of your day begins with the start. I need my news, weather, and sports. I'm Mike Ramsey reporting. Weather at 12 and 40 every hour. I'm Jared Pettis. We check sports. And now the start on AM 1240 KFMO. Well, good morning to you and welcome to Senate Bill 190. I was just looking over some uh, issues that legislators have spotted in Senate Bill 190, which aims to give seniors tax credits, property tax breaks. And it's going to be, it's a bill that counties can either say, okay, we'll do that, or no, we don't want to do that. So it could or could not lower your taxes at this point. But uh, there are, let's see, one, two, three, four different areas legislators have identified as problem areas that need to be looked at. Uh, one area is the application process. For instance, is there an application process for this? What office holder would manage the process? What, if any, deadlines should exist to apply for the current year credit? Um, and the other, another section here, uh, how to determine current basis. Uh, are there any political subdivisions exempt from the credit? Uh, then in the third area, there um, I'm just picking things off the sheet, reading them. How to address changes after the basis is established. How would a new levy be approved by a majority of eligible voters to be managed? What happens if a spouse who qualifies dies but the surviving spouse does not? What, um, let's see. Does a reduction in the levy change the base tax? How is new construction to be addressed? Uh, here's another area. General clarifications. Clarify. County tax only versus all ad valorem taxes? Should a penalty clause be added? Clarify uh, this, that, and the other? Oh, there's a bunch of things here. A lot of stuff. Four general areas, and each area has many, many things. So um, it's almost like the bill came up, and it was just a one-sentence idea. I'd like to give seniors a tax break. Okay, pass that. And then after the fact, they're coming in saying, okay, how are we going to do this? That's much of how it how it happened. So anyway, I just wanted to pass that on. Senate Bill 190, you'll hear more about that too as that process gets started and continues because it's basically been signed into law. The governor signed it, and he knew there were these problems when he signed it. But he did it anyway. He just wanted it fixed up after it was made law. So, okay, whatever. Kind of seems maybe like a good idea to 
maybe there was a reason they had to do it right away, and uh, and we just don't know about it yet. I'm I'm only guessing. I don't know, but you will hear more news about that as we get through the uh, year into first of all our veto session this this month is coming up. Um, I forgot the date. Is it today? Did it start today? Yesterday? I don't know. It's this month, though. I need to look and see because uh, the veto session isn't going to be so much about vetoing, you know, overturning governor vetoes or anything like that. Uh, I've heard it's going to be much talk about the budget. Of course, the regular legislative session begins in January, and uh, we'll see where we go from there. Uh, Remember yesterday the story, too, about all these candidates that have been declaring, I'm going to run for such and such. That's next August they're running, and they can't even file till February. Really, truly, legally file. So there's a little time there. Um, I, I don't know, you know, maybe you're saying to yourself like I did, why they do that? Why did they come out so early? Um, it does give them a year to campaign, and you know how it is. If we have contested races, and we do in several things in the county, uh, for the primary next August, we have contested races. If somebody, if one candidate goes out early, all the others probably will too, because why give that one candidate all that extra time to stump and grind out there about what they're going to do for you if they're elected, while the others sit on their heels and wait until a certain time to start doing that. They do it all at the same time. If one goes out, the others probably follow too. And can you blame them? No, because they need to get the word out about their candidacy. So we wind up in a situation where we've got so many. And did you hear in the news story yesterday, Kevin Engler was talking about, uh, I think he said five state offices where there aren't really any incumbents running. So new blood, yeah, coming in to the legislature. Now, it is 11 minutes after 7 o'clock. Time for news, which is next on KFMO. On campus, off campus, before your 9 a.m. class or after the after party. Wherever you go to college, First State Community Bank will be there. Access your student account anywhere with mobile and online features. And this summer, when you use your First State Community Bank debit MasterCard, you'll be entered to win $1,000. One winner will be drawn weekly, and you could win multiple times. You swipe, you win with First State Community Bank. Must be 18 to win. Contest available to new and current student checking members. Visit fscb.com for details. Member FDIC. Mueller's Tire and Auto Service in St. Genevieve is your one stop for complete auto care. From tires to brake service, alignments, or an oil change, or something in between. Customer service is Mueller's Tire and Auto Service's number one priority. For your convenience, Mueller's Tire and Auto Service offers local pickup and delivery too. Mueller's Tire and Auto Service in St. Genevieve. Stop by or give them a call at 573-883-3815 and let their family serve your family. Local news you can trust. This is the Parkland's Freedom Leader, AM 1240 KFMO. Here's Mike Ramsey. Good morning. It's Wednesday, September 6th. The time is 11 minutes after 7 o'clock. In this newscast, you're going to hear about Jefferson County Sheriff Dave Marshak and his announcement about arrests and charges after an armed robbery, kidnapping, and stolen vehicle case this past weekend. We'll have information on that, plus the play Harvey's coming to the theater department at the Mineral Area Fine Arts Academy and several juveniles, including a 13-year-old boy who received serious injuries and a 14-year-old boy who received minor injuries. 
both from Park Hills, plus a 16-year-old male from Valley Mines who was moderately injured, as well as a 16-year-old female from Doe Run who received serious injuries, are all recovering after a one-car crash in St. Francis County Tuesday night. Highway Patrol records show the accident took place just after 10.30 on 6th Street at Simmons Road. The car, driven by the teen from Valley Mines, was traveling too fast for conditions when it ran off the right side of the road and struck a utility pole. The driver was the only occupant of the vehicle wearing a seatbelt during the crash. The 13-year-old boy from Park Hills and the 16-year-old female from Doe Run were taken to St. Louis Children's Hospital, while the 14-year-old from Park Hills and the 16-year-old driver from Valley Mines were taken to Parkland Health Center North at Bon Terre. The play Harvey is going to be presented by the Theater Department at Mineral Areas Fine Arts Academy. The director of theater for the Academy, Jason Carr, says the story is a comedy, but it has serious moments, too. It takes a, a look into, you know, mental health and, and uh, how people around those handle those situations. And it's a very deep and, and touching story, but at the same time, there's some good laughs in it, too. Harvey will be presented by the Mineral Area Fine Arts Academy's Theater Department Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, September 14th, 15th, and 16th. Shows start at 6.30 that evening, Thursday and Friday, and 3 p.m. the afternoon on Saturday. A special live ticket sale is going to be held for those who would like to purchase their tickets offline and in person. Monday the 11th, it happens from 7 to 9 p.m., and Tuesday the 12th from 4.30 to 6.30 p.m. in the lobby of the Fine Arts Theater. For assistance with any purchases or if you have questions, call 573-518-2265. And Jefferson County Sheriff Dave Marshak is announcing arrests and charges after an armed robbery, kidnapping, and stolen vehicle case led police on a pursuit through two states. 23-year-old Blake Stedham of Barnhart is charged with robbery in the first degree as well as unlawful use of a weapon. He's being held at the Jefferson County Jail without bond. 23-year-old Tony Bauer of Arnold is charged with kidnapping, stealing a motor vehicle, and resisting interfering with arrest. He's being held at the Jefferson County Jail on a $50,000 cash-only bond. Marshak says September 3rd, Stedham and Bauer allegedly approached a man in the 100 block of Sheffield Lane near Fenton, pointed a gun at him, and started a physical altercation. The female victim, who was allegedly kidnapped, claimed Stedham pointed the gun at her, demanded her cell phone, and stole a vehicle, leaving the scene with the female victim inside. Deputies and Arnold police pursued the vehicle north on I-55. The pursuit continued north into the city of St. Louis, then into Illinois, and back into St. Louis, where St. Louis Metropolitan Police Department officials closed the road. Bauer eventually stopped. He was taken into custody. The female victim was unhurt and taken home. Stedham was taken into custody at the scene of the initial incident. He and Bauer were transported to the jail where they were booked. And that's news from AM 1240. I'm Mike Ramsey reporting for KFMO News from the Collins News Desk. It's Wednesday, September 6th, 714. Be sure to stay tuned. We have sports with Jared Pettis next. And check our website too, kfmo.com. It's time for a look at sports. I'm Jared Pettis on the local side. On Tuesday, we brought you Arcadia Valley at Potosi on the volleyball side. It was a three-set straight set winner for the Potosi Lady Trojans and our own Glenn Berry has the recap. The Arcadia Valley Lady Tigers traveled to Potosi on Tuesday night to take on the Lady Trojans. In a game heard on AM 1240 KFMO, Potosi came away with a three-set victory, 20 
and 25-19. Set number one saw Arcadia Valley jump out to a quick 4-0 lead, only to see Potosi battle back. This back-and-forth contest saw five lead changes and seven ties, but in the end, Potosi comes out on top 25-21. In set two, a totally different story. Ava and Eden Robart and the Potosi Lady Trojans dominated the Arcadia Valley Lady Tigers, starting off with a 6-0 run early and adding two more long runs and closing that set at 25-11. Final set, a back-and-forth affair as well, but Potosi held on to win 25-19. Ava Robart had 24 kills in this contest, four aces, and believe it or not, only one block shot. After the game, Potosi head coach Ashley Matthews. They did a great job. Um, We've been working really hard in practice. Um, Defense is a key right now. Um, our frontline offense, um, they've got it. Um, we got to focus on our defense, um, get that perfect pass every single time. Um, and that's what we've really been focusing on um, the past couple weeks. Potosi Lady Trojans improved to 3-1 and one and will next face off against Steelville tonight. Meanwhile, the Arcadia Valley Lady Tigers fall to 3-1 and one and face off against Advance on Thursday night. Once again, from the Potosi Fieldhouse, the Lady Trojans win in straight sets 25-21, 25-11, and 25-19 over the AV Lady Tigers. For KFMO B104 Sports, I'm Glenn Berry. Glenn, thanks. Despite the loss, Arcadia Valley's head coach Tara Lamb was pleased with how her team battled. Um, I wanted my kids to walk in on this court and battle, and that's exactly what they did. So for me, that's a win. Um, We always want to win a game, but if we can't, we want to learn. And I feel like they did. I I feel like they worked hard. In the first set, I felt like... Uh, we battled point for point for the most part. In the second set, we never had control of, of, of any play whatsoever. We were on defense the whole time. Uh, we couldn't get a service eve pass save our life. So that's really tough when you play a really strong team like Potosi. So I'm pleased with how hard my girls battled. Other scores from Tuesday on the volleyball side. St. Genevieve picked up a win over Herculaneum in straights 25-16, 25-15, Same for the Central Rebels at home against DeSoto. A straight set winner over those Dragons 20-10-24. Hillsborough was at Farmington and the Knights win at 16-18-18. St. Paul picked up a winner over Greenville in four sets 26-24, 25-10, 22-25, 25 Kingston fell in straights at Jefferson 5-8 10 and the South Iron Lady Panthers topped West County 23-25, 25-9, 25-15, 25-18 and Nancy Fisher head coach of the Valley Catholic Lady Warriors is one win closer to career win 850. She's now 3 away after picking up a win over the Festus Tigers in 5 sets 29-27, 25-19, 24-26, 19-25, 15-12. One fall softball matchup North County fell to Kelly in 6 innings to nothing in boys soccer farm beats Cape Central and penalty kicks 1-0 and Saxony Lutheran top Fredericktown on the road 3-1. Girls tennis, there were three matchups. North County top Fredericktown 8-1, Jackson over Farmington 8-1 and Arcadia Valley falls to Potosi 6-3. Coming up today on the local side, our broadcast matchup 1 of 2. We do bring you two broadcasts today. It starts on the fall softball side, 4 o'clock pregame for a 4:30 first pitch as the Farmington Knights host the Cape Notre Dame Bulldogs. That one can be heard on KFMO. One other fall softball matchup, North County is at Herculaneum. And on the volleyball side, St. Genevieve is at Windsor. North County hosts St. Vincent. Potosi is at home against Steelville. And St. Paul is at Hancock. Girls tennis, North County is at home against St. Pius. Farmington at Arcadia Valley. Fredericktown plays in Saxony Lutheran. And Windsor hosts the Potosi Lady Trojans. And on the boys' soccer side, one match, North County at 
Perryville. And our second broadcast of the day comes on KFMO Sports Plus. 6 o'clock pregame, 6.30 opening serve as the Mineral Area Lady Cardinals are at Jefferson College taking on the Lady Vikings in our second Mineral Area College volleyball broadcast of the season. It comes your way tonight again at 6 o'clock. You can tune in at KFMOsports.com. Hit the Sports Plus tab at the top of the page. High school football coming up this Friday. Central is at Potosi in week three on KFMO. 6.30 pregame, 7 o'clock kickoff. Central's head coach is Corey Schweiss. He assesses his team after two weeks of regular season football. I think we're a pretty good team. I think we could be a little bit better than what we've been uh, the first two weeks. Uh, haven't liked the amount of penalties we've had. Uh, you know, but outside of that, I think, uh, you know, we've got some pretty good football players and uh, they're probably pretty fun to watch. From the Major League Baseball, the St. Louis Cardinals were at Atlanta to open up a three-game series with the Braves. Our own Mike Reeves has the recap. Nolan Gorman hit two home runs and drove in three, while Jordan Walker and Tyler O'Neill homered and drove in two as the Cardinals beat the Braves 10-6 to in Atlanta. Paul Goldschmidt, Tommy Edmond, and Mason Wynn also drove in runs for St. Louis. Atlanta got home runs from Marcelo Zuna, Ozzie Albies, Austin Riley, and Matt Olsen. It was Olsen's 45th homer of the season. The winning pitcher is Miles Michaelis. He's 7-10 and 10 after giving up three runs in six and two-third innings. Michael Soroka takes the loss. He's 2-2. Two and two. He gave up five runs in three innings. I'm Mike Reeves. Mike, thanks. Oliver Marmol knew it would take a lot of runs to beat the Braves. It's a really good team across the way. One through nine, they do a lot of damage. Um, they're never out of any game. Um, so no matter the lead, you're not extremely comfortable and you got to continue to uh, add on, and uh, our guys were able to do that today. Game two of the three-game series tonight on B104.3, 525 pregame, 621st pitch. NFL, the Kansas City Chiefs begin their season Thursday night. That's tomorrow night. Night one of the NFL season, the Chiefs host the Detroit Lions. Their head coach, Andy Reid, says the focus has to be on the game Thursday and not on the distractions of celebrating last season's Super Bowl title. Right now, the guys are focused in on, on the Lions. And um, and so all the other stuff, you know, is how it is. I mean, it's it's always going to be an exciting environment. But right now, we've we got to make sure we we're not looking at all that stuff, and we're looking at the Lions. They, they get they get your attention when you when you watch the tape. Coverage on KFMO on Thursday night starts at six with pregame kickoff with Mitch Holtis and the Chiefs Radio Network at seven twenty. NCAA football: the Missouri Tigers play on Saturday night in Week Two of the college football season. They host Middle Tennessee. Eli Drinkwitz says the coaching staff has decided on a number one quarterback between Brady Cook and Sam Horn. We will be moving forward with Brady Cook as our quarterback and quarterback number one. Um, while giving Sam opportunities to grow throughout the game. Uh, it won't look the same as it did this past week as far as uh, maybe exactly equal first half and second half, but we are definitely committed to letting Sam uh, continue to get reps and improve and grow. I think he's earned that opportunity. Kickoff for the Tigers in Middle Tennessee is at 6 o'clock on Saturday. And Major League Soccer St. Louis City SC is in action on Sunday. They're in L.A. against L.A. Galaxy, while the NASCAR Cup Series races at Kansas Speedway on Sunday. It's the second race of the round of 16, the Hollywood Casino 400 from Kansas Speedway. You can hear it on KFMO with pre-race at 1 o'clock. The green flag waves at 2. That's sports. I'm Jared Pettis. 
The Family Fun Center in Bonterre is putting the family back in the family fun. It's the perfect place for a birthday party, family game night, group outings, or just come hang out and have some great food and lots of fun. Be sure to check out their new go-karts to make your experience even more enjoyable. Whether it's bowling, arcade games, go-karts, bumper boats, bounce houses, or just hanging out, you can count on a great time. The Family Fun Center, open Wednesday through Sunday and located right off Highway 67 on Old Orchard Road in Bonterre. What is the difference between insurance companies? This is Jerry Weems with Weems Insurance Agency. Trying to determine the proper insurance coverage, we work with the top national and regional insurance companies to help you identify the right type of policy and the proper level of protection. Call me today at 573-701-9300 to see how our insurance solutions will give you peace of mind at an affordable price. 573-701-9300. Hang out with your friends at Hubs Pub and Grill in Bonterre. Hubs offers great lunch and dinner items and daily specials. From sandwiches, steaks, fish, salads, or wings, they have something you'll love. Stop by for lunch or dinner, or just come hang out and watch the game. Let the good times roll at Hubs Pub and Grill in Bonterre. Check us out on Facebook or online at hubspubandgrill.com. This is The Start on KFMO. Thanks for being with us today. We really appreciate it. It's good to have you with us uh, as we talk about the stories of the parkland, and there are many. It's time for a special report from the St. Francis County Commission. They always meet on Tuesdays, and I uh, hooked up with Harold Gallagher yesterday, presiding commissioner, asked if he'd be on the program today, and he agreed to that, so we have him on the phone lines this morning with us, presiding commissioner of St. Francis County, Harold Gallagher. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Mike and everyone. Well, it's good to have you with us. Uh, have you seen sunshine yet much this morning? No, I saw a lot of rain last night, but no sunshine. Yeah, I, I just saw a little peak of it on the horizon, so I think we're getting yeah. some, and I may be looking out the wrong window. <laughs> That's probably my it, problem. It always comes up on one side of the building, so you might want to look on the other side. Yeah, we'll try the other side, too. Well, let's see what happened at uh, the St. Francis County Commission meeting this week. You had an announcement uh, we wanted to talk about first that has to do with the collector's office. Uh, what's happening there? Yes, on uh, next Monday and Tuesday, the 11th and 12th, the collector's office will be closed. Uh, we're transferring. We've shifted software from uh, one co uh, company to another, and uh, we're in the process, or they will be in the process on those two days, of shifting all of the information from one software system to the other software system. It's uh, the transfer of, of data. And so during that time, we cannot do any new transactions. And so the collector's office does not take money and put it in a box and account it tomorrow. They account that money immediately. They, there is no stored unaccounted money in the office. And so they, you can't go in and pay your bill, and they'll take care of it, and they'll do the paperwork on it tomorrow. So for that reason, they are going to shut down and not take any new transactions on those two days. And so it's just important that the public know that on those two days you can't come into the collector's office. All the other offices in the annex building will be open. Something good to put on the calendar for sure, especially if you decided you wanted to go to the collector's office next. Yeah, that's... make the trip and all that stuff, and then there it is, you can't get in. So. All right, and that's next Monday and Tuesday. This coming Monday and Tuesday, the 11th and 12th. All right. Everybody mark that on your calendars. Um, the upgrade to the software, is that a big expense for the county? 
Yeah, it was uh, several thousand dollars and some quite a bit of time. But uh, the you, you have to pay the software fees all the time anyway. So this is an additional fee for that. But uh, it's a much improved software system. It allows so much more uh, uh, things that they can do and quicker and cuts out a lot of the uh, office time for that purpose. So it, it was a better software system. Um, something off the agenda from the meeting yesterday was uh, an emergency purchase, and the reason I want to bring that up is uh, I like to I like for people to see civics in action, so to speak, and and to know that government's working like it should. Uh, what was the problem, and why was there an emergency purchase? Okay, we have standby generators, especially in our detention centers. We have two detention centers: we have the juvenile detention and the jail, and of course, with that number of people confined to the building. You have to have standby power. And so in both those cases, uh, over the last month or two, we've had failures in those standby generators. They had to have service work done on them. And so uh, our purchasing order or rules say that if you go over a certain amount or you don't have uh, time to bid this out, to go out and get bids from everyone that's interested in doing the work, then you have to have, uh, it's called emergency purchase. And then we have to approve that after it's done. You have to get the work done. But then we approve it after that and, and write letters to the accounting office to show why this was done this way. And so that was that's why that was done. We have standby generators on every building we county owns except for the courthouse and the annex building. And those are going out hopefully this next year. Well, that's an amazing process just to keep those generators up for all those yep. different buildings. Um, it is. No, have you looked at that? I mean, when you get the generator for the courthouse and the annex building, will you have one generator or two, or how will that? Oh, no, it's got to be two, the way it's wired. Mm-hmm. And the amazing thing is, both of them have to be three-phase power. And for your electricians out there, you're going to stand there with your mouth open saying why. But the buildings were initially put in with three-phase uh, air conditioning. And so rather than convert all that over, we just go to three-phase generation. And the goal has got to be 100 kW again for your electricians. They'll understand how the size of these things. Mm, well, that's amazing stuff. Um, also, some new computers are coming to the uh, county, and that's not all that big a news, but I think the news comes from what you're going to do with the old computers. Yeah. Uh, we have a, st- a standard system- systemic uh, change-out of computers. We do 50 computers a year. Uh, we have uh, hundreds of computers. So uh, we are going to uh, do, again, another phase of putting in new computers. And on the old computers, we will remove the hard drive and destroy that. And uh, then uh, some nonprofit organization wants computers. We'll donate any a number of these 50 to them for that purpose. They're operable computers. But in our heavier use, their they're, they're end of life is nearing. But for some group that doesn't use them all the time, all day, then these will be very good computers for them. So they'd be open for donation if uh, somebody needs them. So should they just call the commission office and ask about that? Call Nick Jones, our, uh, um, our IT manager. He'll take care of that, yeah. Okay. The commission, either one. Okay. And his name is Nick Jones, in Nick case you're listening. That's, <laughs> call the courthouse. Ask for Nick. <laughs> He does a great job too. Anything else you yes. want? Anything else you want to talk about today, uh, Presiding well, Commissioner? Uh, our uh, uh, sales tax income is going up again. We've had three years of growth, steady growth on that, and it's up yet one more time. Uh, and uh, we're just very pleased with that. We've learned that, and I don't know how you get this number, 
but we've learned that 68% of the sales tax revenue that the county gets is from people visiting the county. Only 32% of that sales tax revenue is from the county residents. So that's uh, money that we really enjoy that other people are visitors from, you know, the people from Iron County coming in to shop. That kind of, that's when I say visitors. That's what I'm talking about. And so 68% of that comes from outside the county. That's amazing how much comes in like that. It sure is. Well, thanks for all the work you do. We appreciate you. And thanks for being with us this morning here on the program. Thank you, Mike. All right. We'll talk to you soon. That's Harold Galler, presiding commissioner for St. Francis County with the St. Francis County Commission Report on KFMO. Be sure to stay tuned. We have news next, plus the weather. In times of financial uncertainty, how can you stay on track? Call on someone who's invested in your success. I'm Brandon Penberthy, your Deloge Edward Jones financial advisor. At Edward Jones, we believe in building a complete picture of your financial life, including your unique goals and passions, so we can help you work towards achieving what's most important to you. Call me at 573-431-2950 or visit edwardjones.com to get started today. Edward Jones, member SIPC. Weather is brought to you by Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service in Ironton. It's never too early to to start crunching those numbers, downloading those forms, and organizing all those receipts you put in your shoebox. Getting frustrated yet? Yeah. Try crunching this number, 573-546-3104. Accountant Stephanie Kitchell with Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service in Ironton. Year-round for tax and business consulting, accounting, and bookkeeping, and payroll. Crunch that number one more time, 573-546-3104. A trusted name in the Arcadia Valley area, Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service in Ironton. Sunny sky today. Our high this afternoon will be right around 85 degrees, mainly clear, low 60s tonight. Tomorrow, we're right back to sun. Our high in the little mid-80s. And Friday, back to blue sky and sunshine, 80 to 83. Saturday and Sunday, both days, lots of sun. Our high in the low 80s. A few isolated showers on Monday. Otherwise, sunny skies. Our high on Monday will be just over 80. From the Parkland's 24-hour weather center, I'm meteorologist sally russell local news you can trust this is the parklands freedom leader am 1240 kfmo here's mike ramsey good morning it's wednesday september 6th the time is 7:33. in this newscast we'll have information about senate bill 190 we'll also talk about highway patrol officials they actually have the statistics for the labor day weekend crash report and officials with the Farmington Parks and Recreation Department are closing Trimfoot Park. We'll talk more about that for you and give you an idea of what's going on as lead remediation continues in the parkland at that particular site. These stories now in news from KFMO. Missouri legislators say there are many issues with Senate Bill 190. It aims to give tax breaks to seniors and the state representative of the 144th District, Chris Dinkins, says there's uncertainty on how the bill will be implemented and how it's going to work in counties across the state. I recently spoke with the tax commission on this, and, you know, they're not even sure of everything in it and how it would work. And one thing is that they do not have any authority to promulgate the rules or anything to make any changes to this. So anything that would be changed is going to need to be done legislatively again. Legislators say some of the problems with Senate Bill 190 include what office holder would manage the process, if any political divisions are exempt from the new law, and how would new tax levies be established, among many other questions. 
Highway Patrol officials are reporting 12 people died from traffic crashes, no one died in a boating crash, and no one drowned during the 2023 Labor Day holiday weekend. The patrol investigated nine of the traffic fatalities. The 2023 counting period for the Labor Day holiday was from 6 p.m. Friday, September 1st, through 11.59 p.m. Monday, September 4th. Troopers with the patrol reported 306 crashes, 146 injuries, 119 DWI arrests, 19 drug arrests, and nine fatalities. The additional three fatalities were investigated by local police. Boating statistics from the Missouri State Water Patrol show there were 11 crashes, two injuries, and two BWI arrests. Remember, officials with the Farmington Parks and Recreation Department are announcing a temporary closure of Trimfoot Park at the corner of Pine and Morris Streets as efforts are made to remove moderate amounts of lead-contaminated soil. The soil mitigation project is expected to be completed, weather permitting no later than the end of this month. That's news from AM 1240. I'm Mike Ramsey reporting for KFMO News from the Collins News Desk. It's Wednesday, September 6th, 7.36. We have sports coming up next with Jared Pettis. Stay tuned and remember to check the website. That's KFMO.com. It's time for a look at sports. I'm Jared Pettis on the local side. On Tuesday, we brought you Arcadia Valley at Potosi on the volleyball side. It was a three-set straight set winner for the Potosi Lady Trojans, and our own Glenn Berry has the recap. The Arcadia Valley Lady Tigers traveled to Potosi on Tuesday night to take on the Lady Trojans. In a game heard on AM 1240 KFMO, Potosi came away with a three-set victory, 25-21, 25-11, and 25 19. Set number one saw Arcadia Valley jump out to a quick 4-0 lead, only to see Potosi battle back. This back-and-forth contest saw five lead changes and seven ties, but in the end, Potosi comes out on top 25-21. In set two, a totally different story. Ava and Eden Robart and the Potosi Lady Trojans dominated the Arcadia Valley Lady Tigers, starting off with a 6-0 run early and adding two more long runs and closing that set at 25-11. Final set. A back-and-forth affair as well, but Potosi held on to win 25-19. Ava Robart had 24 kills in this contest, four aces, and believe it or not, only one block shot. After the game, Potosi head coach Ashley Matthews. They did a great job. Um, we've been working really hard in practice. Um, defense is a key right now. Um, our frontline offense, um, they've got it. Um, we got to focus on our defense, um, get that perfect pass every single time. Um, and that's what we've really been focusing on um, the past couple weeks. Potosi Lady Trojans improved to 3-1 and one and will next face off against Steelville tonight. Meanwhile, the Arcadia Valley Lady Tigers fall to 3-1 and one and face off against Advance on Thursday night. Once again, from the Potosi Fieldhouse, the Lady Trojans win in straight sets 25-21, 25-11, and 25-19 over the AV Lady Tigers. For KFMO B104 Sports, I'm Glenn Berry. Glenn, thanks. Despite the loss, Arcadia Valley's head coach Tara Lamb was pleased with how her team battled. Um, I wanted my kids to walk in on this court and battle, and that's exactly what they did. So for me, that's a win. Um, we always want to win a game, but if we can't, we want to learn. And I feel like they did. I, I feel like they worked hard. In the first set, I felt like... Uh, we battled point for point for the most part. In the second set, we never had control of, of, of any play whatsoever. We were on defense the whole time. Uh, we couldn't get a service eve pass save our life. So that's really tough when you play a really strong team like Potosi. So I'm pleased with 
how hard my girls battled. Other scores from Tuesday on the volleyball side. St. Genevieve picked up a win over Herculaneum in straights, 25-16, 25-15, 25-12. Same for the Central Rebels at home against DeSoto, a straight set winner over those Dragons, 20-10-24. Hillsborough was at Farmington and the Knights win at 16-18-18. St. Paul picked up a winner over Greenville in four sets, 26-24, 25-10, 22-25, 25-23. Kingston fell in straights at Jefferson, 5-8-10. And the South Iron Lady Panthers topped West County, 23-25, 25-9, 25-15, 25-18. And Nancy Fisher, head coach of the Valley Catholic Lady Warriors, is one win closer to career win 850. She's now three away after picking up a win over the Festus Tigers in five sets, 29-27, 25-19, 24-26, 19-25, 15-12. One fall softball matchup, North County fell to Kelly in six innings, 10-0. In boys soccer, Farmington beats Cape Central in penalty kicks, 1-0, and Saxony Lutheran topped Fredericktown on the road, 3-1. Girls tennis, there were three matchups, North County topped Fredericktown, 8-1, Jackson over Farmington, 8-1, and Arcadia Valley falls to Potosi, 6 to three. Coming up today on the local side, our broadcast matchup, one of two. We do bring you two broadcasts today. It starts on the fall softball side, four o'clock pregame for a 4.30 first pitch as the Farmington Knights host the Cape Notre Dame Bulldogs. That one can be heard on KFMO. One other fall softball matchup, North County is at Herculaneum. And on the volleyball side, St. Genevieve is at Windsor. North County hosts St. Vincent. Potosi is at home against Steelville. And St. Paul is at Hancock. Girls tennis, North County is at home against St. Pius, Farmington at Arcadia Valley, Fredericktown plays in Saxony Lutheran, and Windsor hosts the Potosi Lady Trojans. And on the boys' soccer side, one match, North County at Perryville. And our second broadcast of the day comes on KFMO Sports Plus. 6 o'clock pregame, 6.30 opening serve as the Mineral Area Lady Cardinals are at Jefferson College taking on the Lady Vikings in our second Mineral Area College volleyball broadcast of the season. It comes your way tonight again at 6 o'clock. You can tune in at KFMOsports.com. Hit the Sports Plus tab at the top of the page. High school football coming up this Friday. Central is at Potosi in week 3 on KFMO, 6.30 pregame 7 o'clock kickoff. Central's head coach is Corey Schweiss. He assesses his team after two weeks of regular season football. I think we're a pretty good team. I think we could be a little bit better than what we've been uh, the first two weeks. Uh, haven't liked the amount of penalties we've had. Uh, you know, but outside of that, I think, uh, you know, we've got some pretty good football players and uh, they're probably pretty fun to watch. From the Major League Baseball, the St. Louis Cardinals were at Atlanta to open up a three-game series with the Braves. Our own Mike Reeves has the recap. Nolan Gorman hit two home runs and drove in three, while Jordan Walker and Tyler O'Neill homered and drove in two as the Cardinals beat the Braves 10-6 to in Atlanta. Paul Goldschmidt, Tommy Eben, and Mason Wynn also drove in runs for St. Louis. Atlanta got home runs from Marcelo Zuna, Ozzie Albies, Austin Riley, and Matt Olson. It was Olson's 45th homer of the season. The winning pitcher is Miles Michaelis. He's seven and ten after giving up three runs in six and two third innings. Michael Soroka takes the loss. He's two and two. He gave up five runs in three innings. I'm Mike Reeves. Mike, thanks. Oliver Marmol knew it would take a lot of runs to beat the Braves. It's a really good team across the way. One through nine, they do a lot of damage. Um, they're never out of any game. Um, so no matter the lead, you're not extremely comfortable, and you got to continue to 
uh, add on, and uh, our guys were able to do that today. Game two of the three-game series tonight on B104.3, 525 pregame, 621st pitch. NFL, the Kansas City Chiefs begin their season Thursday night. That's tomorrow night. Night one of the NFL season, the Chiefs host the Detroit Lions. Their head coach, Andy Reid, says the focus has to be on the game Thursday and not on the distractions of celebrating last season's Super Bowl title. Right now, the guys are focused in on on the Lions. And um, and so all the other stuff, you know, is how it is. I mean, it's it's always going to be an exciting environment, but right now we've we got to make sure we we're not looking at all that stuff and we're looking at the Lions. They, they get they get your attention when you when you watch the tape. Coverage on KFMO on Thursday night starts at six with pregame kickoff with Mitch Holtis and the Chiefs Radio Network at seven twenty. NCAA football: the Missouri Tigers play on Saturday night in Week Two of the college football season. They host Middle Tennessee. Eli Drinkwitz says the coaching staff has decided on a number one quarterback between Brady Cook and Sam Horn. We will be moving forward with Brady Cook as our quarterback and quarterback number one. Um, while giving Sam opportunities to grow throughout the game. Uh, It won't look the same as it did this past week as far as uh, maybe exactly equal first half and second half, but we are definitely committed to letting Sam uh, continue to get reps and improve and grow. I think he's earned that opportunity. Kickoff for the Tigers in Middle Tennessee is at 6 o'clock on Saturday. And Major League Soccer St. Louis City SC is in action on Sunday. They're in L.A. against L.A. Galaxy, while the NASCAR Cup Series races at Kansas Speedway on Sunday. It's the second race of the round of 16, the Hollywood Casino 400 from Kansas Speedway. You can hear it on KFMO with pre-race at 1 o'clock. The green flag waves at 2. That's sports. I'm Jared Pettis. Some people just don't care for their eyes as well as they should, but the fact of the matter is your eyes are one of your most precious gifts. Why take a chance with your sight? Call Bird's Eye View in Farmington and set up an appointment to get a whole new view of the world. Optometrist Dr. Allison Bird offers full eye exams for both contacts and glasses, as well as pre- and post operative care for patients undergoing LASIK eye surgery or other eye surgical procedures. Depend on Bird's Eye View in Farmington. Call 573-454-2940 and make your appointment today. This week just got a whole lot better at Buffalo Wild Wings in Farmington. With 75 cent boneless wings on Mondays, Tuesdays are 50% off traditional wings or or grab buy one, get one free boneless wings every Thursday. Buffalo Wild Wings, 615 Maple Valley Drive in Farmington. Pre-register and reserve a table for fantasy football parties at Buffalo Wild Wings in Farmington. You'll get a pack with posters and exclusive coupons to Buffalo Wild Wings for the entire season. Hey, where can I get truck accessories or lift kits, wheels and tires? Auto Trim Design in Farmington. And they have professional mounting and balancing, towing products, pickup tonneau covers and camper shells, electronic accessories and more. What about those bed liners? Yes, Auto Trim Design is a Linex Protective Coatings franchise. They offer a lifetime warranty on spray and bed liners. I think I'll get a gift certificate. Trust your vehicle to the pros at Auto Trim Design. Highway 67 at the fairgrounds exit or at ATD Midwest. Whether you're in pursuit of a transferable degree or need training to jumpstart a great career, your future starts at Mineral Area College. Max tuition is affordable, substantially less than a university, and we're close to home with locations in Park Hills, Fredericktown, Potosi, and Perryville. Interested in online classes? We offer those too. We've been creating student success stories since 1922. There's no better time to start yours. Apply online at mineralarea.edu. 
Farmington Building Supply on Karst Boulevard in Farmington is there to help with everything you need for your next project. Rick and his team are knowledgeable and experienced and are there to help, whether you're a professional contractor or the do-it-yourselfer. Farmington Building Supply, locally owned since 1958, offers you their number one priority, service. Find all the supplies you're looking for along with information and experience you need to finish your project from start to finish at Farmington Building Supply on Karst Boulevard in Farmington. Here at AM 1240, it's 748. We have just a couple of minutes here before we get into our interview with Randy Windsor. He's the marketing director of the Life Center of Farmington. That program is coming up in just a moment. And next, we're going to hear about finance with your money now. Hi, all. Bart Vanderman here from Scooter's Coffee in Farmington. Never were three words more tantalizing than pumpkin caramelicious muffin. Yep, that's right. We took the flavors of our signature caramelicious latte, we took the buttery caramel flavor, added warm sweetness of pumpkin spice, and baked them into a ridiculously delicious muffin. Try them together, pumpkin spice latte or pumpkin caramelicious hot or cold. There's just something special about Scooter's Coffee. It's probably worth we'll about... I'm Jennifer Kashenka with your money now. Dominion Energy has announced plans to sell several of its natural gas distribution companies to Enbridge for $9.4 billion as it focuses on investing in renewable energy and improving the electric grid. Enbridge, a Calgary, Alberta-based pipeline operator, has agreed to pay $9.4 billion in cash and assume $4.6 billion in debt to acquire the gas distribution companies which operate pipeline networks in Ohio, North Carolina, and parts of the West. The sale comes as lawmakers and regulators debate the future of natural gas and more towns and cities look to reduce its use in homes and businesses. Crate and Barrel is investing in artificial intelligence technology that will support delivery of a seamless, personalized customer experience. The specialty home furnishings retailer is launching a multi-year investment plan called Bring It Home, focused on what it says will be a significant spending on talent, technology, and infrastructure. On Wall Street, futures a bit lower. That's your money now. Did you know China starts teaching financial literacy in preschool? American kids are getting left behind, but we can help at home thanks to The Sensibles, a team of animated superheroes who help kids develop smart money habits in a fun way. Each month, they get a kit in the mail with a DVD, a comic book, access to an interactive website, fun activities, and lots more. Visit bcs-kids.com today and enter promo code CENT for 20% off. Digital subscriptions also available. The Sensibles. It's the sensible thing to do. Thinning hair is normal, but it doesn't have to be your fate. Once I started taking Nutrafol, I could visibly see my hair get thicker. It made my hair stronger. Nutrafol, the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement brand. Nutrafol has taken me back to the hair I was meant to have. You've got nothing to lose and everything to grow. Join the one million people growing at Nutrafol.com. That's N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com. On campus, off campus, before your 9 a.m. class or after the after party. Wherever you go to college, First State Community Bank will be there. Access your student account anywhere with mobile and online features. And this summer, when you use your First State Community Bank debit MasterCard, you'll be entered to win $1,000. One winner will be drawn weekly, and you could win multiple times. You swipe, you win with First State Community Bank. Must be 18 to win. Contest available to new and current student checking members. Visit fscb.com for details. Member FDIC. You know Mineral Area Overhead Door has sold and installed garage doors and openers since 1978, but we also have windows, patio covers, screen rooms, and more. 
Check out our beautiful showroom on Highway 67 in Farmington or visit mineralareador.com. Need a hinge, cable, remote? Yeah, we've got that. Mineral Area Door has a huge inventory of parts for your convenience. Call 431-6123 or visit our website at mineralareador.com. Serving you since 1978. The Family Fun Center in Bonterre is putting the family back into family fun. It's the perfect place for a birthday party, family game night, group outings, or just come hang out and have some great food and lots of fun. Be sure to check out their new go-karts to make your experience even more enjoyable. Whether it's bowling, arcade games, go-karts, bumper boats, bounce houses, or just hanging out, you can count on a great time. The Family Fun Center, open Wednesday through Sunday and located right off Highway 67 on Old Orchard Road in Bonterre. Weather is sponsored by Park Hill Chevrolet. The Chevy Summer Drive event is going on now at Park Hills Chevrolet. Save big on in-stock Chevrolet Silverado 1500s and your savings get even bigger when you trade your 2009 or newer vehicle on select Silverado 1500 models. Take advantage of huge savings and available 1.9% APR financing with approved credit from GM Financial during the Chevy Summer Drive event going on now at Park Hills Chevrolet. Chevrolet, find new roads. Sunny sky today. Our high this afternoon will be right around 85 degrees, mainly clear, low 60s tonight. Tomorrow, we're right back to sun. Our high in the low to mid 80s. And Friday, back to blue sky and sunshine, 80 to 83. Saturday and Sunday, both days, lots of sun. Our high in the low 80s. A few isolated showers on Monday. Otherwise, sunny skies. Our high on Monday will be just over 80. From the Parklands 24-hour weather center, I'm meteorologist... Sally Russell. It's the start from KFMO AM 1240 and it's time to start an interview. You betcha. We have Randy Windsor, the marketing director for the Life Center here in Far uh, in Farmington, not here in Farmington because we that'd be unusual. What a time warp that would be. Okay, <laughs> it's time to get the show started. Randy Windsor is looking at me like, "What are you talking about?" Hi Randy. Randy, how are you? I am doing great, sir. How about yourself? I was doing a great show, and then you showed up. Yeah, let's see. <laughs> That's par for the course. It's my problem. Boy, I don't know. Sometimes I just can't talk right, you know. It is, always, it is always great to be over here and talk to you. We really appreciate you very much. Well, I appreciate you guys coming over here and uh, just telling everyone about the good things the Life Center does. And there are so many things. I had no idea. For years, I would drive past it, and I'd see Life Center, Life Inc. What is all that about? And when you started the program i was amazed at all the different things that your organization does to help people basically stay in their homes yeah that's uh life stands for living independently for everyone and we are a resource for individuals with disability be it developmental or physical and for senior citizens and we fight for the rights of those people to be able to stay in their homes as long as possible and live independently and that's what it's all about. Fantastic. Uh, people worry about that. I know I do. I don't know how you feel about it, but uh, you know all these things about how to keep yourself in your home and how to get the help. Uh, but if a person doesn't know that, it, it can be a frightening thing just thinking about next year, maybe next month even mm -hmm. at times. And, you know, and the, the one thing about it that I want to state and, and be sure that everybody understands is we are not saying anything against nursing facilities or anything like that. People receive wonderful care there. They certainly do. But you have to really think about all of the extra things like how would you feel if you couldn't have your pet anymore? 
How would you feel if you couldn't select what you wanted to eat for breakfast, lunch, and dinner? How would you feel if you couldn't have all those possessions that you grew up, grew up around and your family grew up around with, with you in that home? You couldn't have those around you anymore. And we look at quality of life. So the quality of life, it's not that they're being less cared for. They are being loved and they're being, being cared for. But that quality of life changes immensely when they leave the home. Mm-hmm. And we all want to stay in our homes as long as we can. It's just human nature you yeah. know, to be around the things that you love and grew up with and, and are a part of as a family. Uh, and I'm like you. I've, I've had family members in nursing homes and and. I don't know what to call them, care facilities nowadays. Yeah, you know, that's, there a, are that's a better, better term. And, yeah. and they, they do do a great job, and they are necessary in many instances. But, boy, mm-hmm. if we can keep people in the house, that's really the great way to go. And you were actually visiting some care centers recently, weren't you? Well, we don't visit care centers, but what we do is we have been doing, um, as a matter of fact, in the month of August. August are the dog days of summer. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you realize a couple of weeks ago we had – you know, some incredibly hot days there. Uh, We have been going to the nutrition centers and providing through the month of August all kinds of tips on how seniors can stay cool. And we have got those tips listed on our Facebook page, but there are very simple things. Many people think, oh, you just stay in your air conditioner. But you know what? What happens if your air conditioner goes out? Mm -hmm. You're three or four weeks before you can even get a person to come look at it. So, you know, we would tell them things that are very simple eat cool meals don't cook uh buy fresh fruit buy popsicles uh keep cool rags close by put your your feet in a pan of cool water Mm -hmm. all kinds of things that people just don't really think about you know and i mean when i was a kid we didn't have air conditioner you know we didn't for a long time (laughs) yeah so we did we did that through the month of august and i think it was very well appreciated appreciated Mm -hmm. so uh, what we are doing now we're transitioning into september and september is going to be closely approaching the time for medicare enrollment Mm -hmm. and the medicare enrollment period that starts in october so what we want to do in september is we want to visit those senior centers and we want to give them information on the basics of medicare if you are approaching the age of 65 or 67 whatever time you're going to um retire you need to understand and know what is part a what is part b what is part c what is part d what do you get what do you have to pay for how much is it going to cost how does it work and those are the questions that we're trying to answer so we come in and do a presentation before either a lunchtime meal or in the case of the bonterre senior center before breakfast on friday Mm -hmm. uh, on the friday in, in Uh, September, we come over and try to answer those questions, those type of questions for them by giving a presentation. Now, on top of that, we can schedule a time where we can come in and sit with them individually, one-on-one, look at what medications they need, what maladies they have, you know, what type of things that they are are really needing from their health care provider. And the great thing about us is we're a nonprofit, first of all, but second of all, we've got no skin in the game. We don't sell any of that insurance, so we can give them a good, just straight from the hip look at what's going to save you the most money. You know, this this plan might cost you $200 less, but, 
if you go a plan that costs you $100 more, you maybe save $1,000 over the year. And those are the things we look at. Excellent. Um, I really hate to say this, but I'm about out of time. Now, you wanted to get out there real quick that September is Suicide Awareness Month. That's correct. Yep, Suicide Awareness Month. And we want to be sure that we all uh, think very closely about our veteran friends mm-hmm. um, because there's very high suicide rates there and we want to think about them and if you are in need of help please reach out well that's all the time i have right now